Welcome to the How It Started podcast, the show where we explore the fascinating origins of some of the world's most interesting brands and historical events. In today's episode, we'll be exploring the exciting history of a brand that has truly left its mark on the world of sports and fashion, Nike. Join us as we dive into the early days of Blue Ribbon Sports, the partnership with Japanese shoe manufacturer Onitsuka Tiger, and the key events that shaped Nike into the global powerhouse it is today. So, lace up your sneakers and get ready for an exhilarating journey into the world of the swoosh. In 1964, Phil Knight, a young track athlete at the University of Oregon, teamed up with his coach, Bill Bowerman, to start a company that would import high-quality, low-cost athletic shoes from Japan. Knight, who had recently completed his MBA at Stanford University, was inspired by the idea that Japanese shoes could compete with established German brands in the American market. With a $1,000 investment, Knight and Bowerman formed Blue Ribbon Sports, laying the groundwork for what would become Nike. The duo's first big move was to forge a partnership with Onitsuka Tiger, a Japanese shoe manufacturer known today as ASICS. Blue Ribbon Sports became the exclusive distributor of Tiger shoes in the Western United States. This strategic partnership allowed Knight and Bowman to import shoes that combined quality and affordability, giving them a competitive edge in the market. In the early days of Blue Ribbon Sports, Knight and Bowerman were hands-on in every aspect of the business. They would personally sell shoes out of the trunk of Knight's Plymouth Valiant at track meets and local sporting events. Bowerman, a legendary track coach, was driven by a passion for improving athletic performance. His tinkering with Tiger shoes led to the creation of innovative designs, such as the outsole of the Tiger Cortez, which would eventually evolve into the Nike Cortez. As Blue Ribbon Sports started to gain traction, Knight and Bowman decided to open their first retail store in Santa Monica, California, in 1966. The store quickly became a hub for local runners, who would come to buy shoes, seek advice and share their passion for running. This sense of community and personal connection with customers would become a cornerstone of the Nike brand's identity. By the end of the 1960s, Blue Ribbon Sports had grown significantly, with more retail stores opening across the country. However, the company faced challenges in its relationship with Onitsuka Tiger. As tensions rose and the partnership began to unravel, Knight and Bauman realised that they needed to take control of their own destiny and create their own brand. And so, in 1971, Blue Ribbon Sports was rebranded as Nike, named after the Greek goddess of victory. This marked the end of one era and the beginning of another, as the newly christened Nike embarked on a journey that would revolutionise the athletic footwear industry and leave an indelible mark on popular culture. One of the most important developments during the 70s was the creation of the iconic Nike swoosh logo. Designed by Carolyn Davidson, a graphic design student at Portland State University, the swoosh was intended to evoke a sense of motion and speed. Little did anyone know that this simple yet powerful logo would become one of the most recognisable symbols in the world. With a new name and logo in place, Nike launched its first self-branded shoe, the Nike Cortez, in 1972. 
Originally designed by Bill Bowerman as a tiger shoe, the Cortez quickly gained popularity due to its innovative cushioning and stylish design. The shoe became a hit among runners and helped establish Nike as a serious contender in the athletic footwear market. One of the keys to Nike's success during this period was its innovative use of celebrity endorsements and marketing campaigns. The company's first celebrity endorser was the charismatic American distance runner Steve Prefontaine. His association with Nike helped raise the brand's profile and attract other high-profile athletes. In 1984, Nike signed a then-rookie basketball player named Michael Jordan to a groundbreaking endorsement deal. This partnership led to the creation of the iconic Air Jordan line, which not only revolutionised basketball footwear, but also had a profound impact on popular culture. The Air Jordan brand became synonymous with style, performance and success. Around the same time, Nike introduced a game-changing innovation in athletic footwear, the Nike Air technology. First released in the 1978 Air Tailwind and later in the iconic Air Force One, this groundbreaking cushioning system used pressurised air to provide unparalleled comfort and support for athletes. This technology would become a cornerstone of Nike's product offerings and further establish the company as an industry leader. Throughout the 1980s, Nike continued to expand its product lines and grow its global presence. In addition to athletic footwear, the company ventured into sportswear and accessories, solidifying its position as a comprehensive sports brand. Nike's aggressive marketing campaigns and strategic acquisitions, such as the purchase of Cole Haan in 1988, helped the company solidify its dominance in the industry. Nike's success in the athletic footwear market can be largely attributed to its strategic endorsement deals with high-profile athletes. As we discussed earlier in the episode, the partnership with Michael Jordan and the creation of the Air Jordan line played a significant role in establishing Nike as a dominant force in the industry. Over the years, the company has continued to build on this success by partnering with other global sports icons, such as LeBron James, Serena Williams and Cristiano Ronaldo. One of the most significant cultural shifts that Nike has helped to popularise is the trend of wearing athletic wear as casual fashion. Known as athleisure, this movement has blurred the lines between sportswear and everyday clothing, with items like sneakers, leggings and hoodies becoming wardrobe staples for millions of people around the world. Nike's stylish designs, innovative materials and high-profile collaborations with celebrities and fashion designers have played a significant role in driving this trend. Throughout the 1990s and into the 21st century, Nike has continued to expand its presence in international markets and emerging economies. The company's global growth strategy has focused on establishing strong local partnerships, investing in innovative manufacturing technologies and tailoring its product offerings to cater to the unique needs and preferences of consumers in different regions. As Nike has grown, the company has also faced its share of controversies and challenges, particularly in the realm of corporate social responsibility. Over the years, Nike has been criticised for labour practices in its overseas factories, prompting the company to take significant steps to improve working conditions and increase transparency in its supply chain. Additionally, Nike has made strides in environmental sustainability, launching initiatives to reduce its carbon footprint and incorporate more sustainable materials into its products. Despite these challenges, 
Nike's enduring legacy and continued influence in the sports and fashion industries are undeniable. The company's commitment to innovation, design and performance has inspired generations of athletes and consumers alike, and its iconic swoosh logo remains a symbol of victory and perseverance around the world. Thank you for joining us on this fascinating exploration of Nike's history. We hope you've been inspired by the stories of determination, creativity and passion that have propelled the company to where it is today. Remember to subscribe to our podcast on your favourite platform so you won't miss any future episodes.